0: chirpcast TripCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. A little inside baseball about my podcast is that typically on Tuesdays, I put all my notes together and sit down, record the podcast, give it to Brian, he produces, and then sometime by Wednesday, everything is ready to be posted. Well, it's probably a good thing that is not how things went this week. Let's just say it has been one of those weeks I had several mental altercations <laughs> going on and at one point I believed that I was not above name-calling however the name-calling seemed to be more passive-aggressive and under my breath well thank the Lord that I did not sit down to record in that state of mind I feel like we've all had those days. In fact, I know we have all had days where we felt like things were sort of, I don't know, crumbling all around us. I had a situation where I had to sift through some feelings and even though I felt that I was on the right side of things in the situation, my response may have been a little more escalated than needed. But sometimes that's just how things go, right? I mean, we're all human. We've all had days where we've kind of stuck our feet in our mouth. I tend to have several of those <laughs> days. And I just need to take a minute. I just need to sit down, to take a breath, to back away from the situation and take some time to ask God to really check my heart. Now maybe for you, you are one of those people who do not get overly emotional and you can keep calm in all situations and that is just amazing. I wish that I was that person. I am not typically a hothead or a short fuse kind of a person. However, I felt... little bit out of sorts this week just in my headspace and I definitely needed that heart check from God. Somebody made the comment, is your Jesus showing? Well, yes, Jesus was definitely showing, (laughs) but he didn't exactly come out of my mouth. I think that too many times we have bad days and we can get caught up in that whirlwind and it can be really difficult trying to find our footing again. Recently, there was an earthquake we had here in California, and it wasn't huge. It was small. My daughter and I were sitting on the couch watching TV, and all of a sudden, the room began to sway, and we just kind of sat there and stared at each other. We didn't say anything until after it was over, and then she was like, oh my gosh, that is the first really big earthquake I've ever felt. And someone who grew up in the 80s, I remember the huge earthquake when I was little that rocked San Francisco crazily hard and this one wasn't exactly that big but for my daughter it was jarring and i think sometimes life is like that we're going about doing our business completely fine we're happy with what's going on around us you know butterflies rainbows puppies all that and then there's an earthquake something kind of shakes our foundation a little bit and it causes us to take a beat (sighs) for me Whenever I am backed into a corner mentally or emotionally, I am the person who kind of wants to just back away from everything. I tend to draw into myself emotionally um, or, (laughs) unfortunately for my husband, I will be the one who lashes out out of irritation. That is not fair. Not in the least, bit. I guess I owe him a little bit of a public apology here. So, babe, I'm really sorry for my bad attitude this week. <laughs> I was reading in the book by Wayne Cordero, the divine mentor, about a young man who was in ministry, and he came into the office where Wayne and another gentleman were sitting, and he was frustrated, and he says, At one point, I don't even have a social life. All I feel like I do is just ministry, ministry, ministry. Okay, that may not apply to everybody, but I think you can probably fill in the blank. Maybe ministry is not something that consumes a lot of your time, but you might feel like all I do is give, give, give. Okay, I know some of you are nodding your head because this is what we do. Those of us who are compassionate, loving, servant-minded people we tend to give of ourselves until we are spent well this young man felt like he was in that situation and so one of the suggestions for them that they gave this young man when he was so frustrated in ministry and one of the things he actually said was i just want to quit i want to quit everything (laughs) i don't want to do this ministry anymore i'm done I am overworked, underpaid, and tired and frustrated, and I'm over it. So their advice was um, for him to take the next two weeks and commit to one thing. And the thing they asked him to commit to was to spend two hours every morning in devotion time with God. So some of you might be thinking, I don't have two hours every morning that I can sit down and talk to God. But they said... I promise after two weeks, if you still want to quit, then you are more than welcome to do so with our blessing. And so this young man took two weeks, and he spent devotional time, like one-on-one time with God. Now, my suggestion to you is... You don't have to search how to do devotion and then do it the same way somebody else does, spending time with God. Maybe for some people, I know I have a friend who her best time with God seems to be when she's listening to worship music. That puts her in the right frame of mind and she's able to pray and talk to God and get her word out, maybe do a little bit of journaling. But the worship music really sets the tone for her. So this young man actually did this. And it says that in the book, um, two weeks later, they saw him setting up chairs for uh, an event. And they said, so do you still want to quit? Or how are you feeling about this situation? And he, his reply to them was, leave the ministry. Ministry is my life. There's nothing like it. And the response back was, I see you've been doing your devotions. Well, unfortunately, I have to say that as much as I spend time reading the Bible and talking to God, sometimes my devotional time can be very surface. And it's not that I'm trying to get out of it. It's just that I'm trying to get to a point I've got point A and point B, and I need to get from this place to this place. And so I don't spend the time with God that is quality time. There might be quantity, but there's not quality there. And my advice to you is when you're frustrated, when life feels like it's overwhelming, take time with God. It doesn't have to be two hours. Sometimes all I need is a two-minute conversation, and God can completely change my heart and my mind. There is a beautiful psalm, and it's Psalm 61, and it says, Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. I don't know what your enemy is today. I don't know what... You're battling what might be in your heart and your mind, and it might feel like an earthquake is going on all around you, but I want you to be encouraged that God hears your prayers. God hears your voice. He hears the cry of your heart, and He is your refuge if you allow Him to be. He is the strong tower against whatever enemy might come at you, whatever force might be trying to push its way into your heart, into your mind. The devil is really good about wreaking havoc in my mind. Typically, I am not an overthinker. That is the forte of my husband. He is Mr. Overthinker extraordinaire. And I've had to talk him off the ledge a few times. And it's funny, but this week we kind of switched positions. (laughs) I was the one who was really frustrated and kind of worked up about situations in life. And he was the one who stepped in and said, it'll be okay. God's got us. All we have to do is continue on the path that he has called us to do in the ministry that he has led us into. And if things change, we will work them out together. I want to be that voice for you today, telling you that it'll be okay. Things will work out. And as long as we stay plugged into God and allow him to be that refuge that we run to whenever we get to these moments where life is crazy, he will take care of us. I would love to encourage you to spend time with God and make sure that it's quality, not quantity, Yes, spending a lot of time with God is fantastic, but I tend to be one who can get distracted very easily. And so if I sit down and I have to do a 45-minute Bible study devotional, if I am not in the right frame of mind or heart, I'm just going to rush through it, scribble my answers out, and be done. If you're looking for a devotional, that is something that you can jump through in, I don't know, maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes at the most. I would encourage you to grab on Amazon my book. It's called Chased by Grace, and you can search my name, Amy Arabian, and you can find it. And this is something that I put together because I am that person sometimes who just needs God to speak to me in a way that is plain and real life. And that's exactly how I wrote. So if you want to grab that book, I would encourage you to do so. And just spend the time with God, talking to him. If you continue reading Psalm 61, if you go to verse 4, it says, Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. I love the image that I get when I read that second part of verse four, let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. Anybody who knows me knows I got a thing for birds. I love wings, feathers, the whole nine yards. And I just like that the picture of, you know, the mother bird with her wings over her small chicks underneath, um, sheltered. And that's what God wants to do for you today. He wants to allow you to be sheltered by him. If you would like more encouragement and sometimes wit, a little bit of wisdom, I would love to have you follow me on Instagram at ChirpCastAmy. I hope that you have a fantastic, encouraged, uplifting day today.